Choo-choo! All aboard! Welcome to the newest episode of Friend or Foe. This week, Libby and I welcome the very wonderfully talented musical artist Michael Bloom. Michael has been touring through New York and stopped over in Los Angeles. I had the amazing pleasure of uh, seeing his concert live. It was absolutely spectacular. We talk with him all about uh, his music, his career, his hopes, his dreams, his fears. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's really quite a pleasure um, to have met him. Um, really cool show coming up for you. Uh, a few things I do want to talk to you about. I have been invited to appear at and cover a couple of um, conferences that are coming up, some really amazing events that are happening. The first one is um, called Unrig the System. If you listened into my episode with Josh Silver, then you are familiar with his advocacy against corruption. And uh, Unrig the System is all about that. Um, top advocacy leaders, academics, comedians, musicians, celebrities, activists, philanthropists, journalists, and me will be coming together to cross partisan ideological divides to work together on concrete solutions to unrig America's political system. If you are interested in attending or just want to check out more information, go to unrigsummit.com. The next event is the following weekend, which is PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando, Florida. At that event, prospective and veteran podcasters and multimedia content creators will be gathering to exchange ideas, discover new opportunities, services, and technology, along with tips and techniques for improving their workflow and the quality of the content and products they deliver to their audiences. It's going to be a really amazing event, and uh, on that, if you would like to check out more information or purchase tickets, go to podfest.us. I will be live streaming from both events across all our social pages, so make sure to follow us across Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at friendorfopod, of course. That's F-A-U-X. Guys, um, I, won't, uh, I won't bore you too much more with another extremely long intro. I um, wanted to get that stuff out of the way. And also, as always, please, uh, um, when you check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, please take an extra moment or two to leave us a rating and review. It really helps us out and climb to uh, the top of the charts, as it were, and uh, get some play on... Uh, iTunes and things of that nature. It really, really helps to get the show out there for other listeners. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And of course, um, our Patreon is still up and going. It's just uh, patreon.com slash friend or foe. Of course, that's F-A-U-X. And uh, yeah, without further ado, please enjoy another wonderful episode of Friend or Foe with our very special guest, Michael Bloom. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. I'm good. Okay. Michael, are you M. Bloom Music on Facebook, too? Um, no, on Facebook, I think it's Michael Bloom. Is it cool if I tag you? And Definitely. Tag away. Right now, it's just a picture of me outside of Meltdown because I got here early. Nice. But I'm like, we're going to the studio. We all got here early. Yeah, this is very exciting. Early, this yeah. never happens. We were nervous because we always, oh? we don't know how to get around LA. Uh -oh. oh, sure. Do you recognize one of those tiny pictures as you? 
See, this is a problem with Facebook. It is. We gotta, we gotta check, but I don't know if it's my page or Facebook. None of these are me. Really? That's crazy. Did I misspell? No, you're totally right. All right. Let me see something. That's all right. I can tag you after. Yeah, that's we can we can on, figure that's it out on our after. Part, though. We gotta check. Oh, there it is. Fine, fine. It, I searched Emblem Music and it came up. Perfect. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. We're always trying to improve here at, at Emblem Music Productions. You know? <laughs> good, good. There's so I many mean, ways when you're building a brand, when you're building all a... All of us are. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know I mean? yeah. So every moment is a learning moment. You That's know right. I mean? And I remember learning that and being like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Oh, speaking of, um, would you mind taking some random photos absolutely. like during the session? For sure. I would greatly appreciate oh, that because I mind. always forget. Yeah. Um, but please keep it plugged up because otherwise it will die a terrible death. No, don't for let sure. It, don't let it die a terrible death. <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta Sorry, move stuff bad. to this side because Devlin gets excited and like pushes things I off am. the table. Yeah, all the time. That's what I do. Trust. Mm -hmm. I don't think you saw me last night. Uh, because I was flailing all over the place. I was very excited by her music. You caught I, a good video. Oh yeah, I took oh, yeah. some. I took some grams. Of, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of, I haven't gone of through... action on stage. Okay, cool. It was awesome. It was pretty. It was pretty amazing. Thank I you. admittedly was not familiar with your music uh, okay. before. I don't know a week ago, uh -huh. and um, I'm I'm filled. I'm in. Wow, you're I'm, filled. I'm I'm. That's a beautiful I'm just, word. Like, soulfully I love that. satiated. I'm. Wow. I, last night was wow. was was very powerful. It takes that it takes so a lot much. of courage to be that vulnerable. You know, in your in your music, how do you how do you find that in your music? How do you, you know bring your heart? To you know the stage what's like weird? That? I think for me, I think different people's courages have different shapes, and and different people's fears have different shapes. So for me, I've always just the a gift that I have is I've just always been willing. It's just always felt okay to just say how I feel. Somehow, like, I've, I've, I think I'm less afraid of that than, than a lot of people. I'm more afraid of other things than a lot of people. That's what I mean by shape, yeah. by, like, these different diverse ways in which fears and, 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 and courages can have different shapes to different people. So for me, I just the gift that God has given me, she said, Michael, you're just going to talk about everything and it's all going to be okay. I will also say that I think for me specifically coming out as a gay man in, in, in a very sort of hyper-analytical way towards the end of my senior year and beginning of my time at Yale where it was a hyper-intellectual space, I think that process of like really analyzing this big piece of who I was and putting that, that out there sort of like was a massive exercise of the muscle that one uses to externalize their inner sort of thoughts and, you being, and things. You being so fearless. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Mm. Uh, I, I'm, love I'm, not <laughs> I'm, I'm not fearless. I'm not fearless. Oh, okay. Well, see, fearless. I find that very interesting because you present yourself as such um, in your in your stage presence, for sure. Mm. Yeah, 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 absolutely on on stage. But you said about different shapes, which I yeah. really, really love. And I want to ask you a super abstract question. And okay. don't worry if you don't want to answer it, because I have a van very fantastical imagination. Okay. So when you said uh, that people's courage and people's fear take different shapes, I felt it as like literal. So mm. if you were to like visualize the shape of your courage and the shape of Ooh. your fear, there you go. And even whether it's like Ooh. 2D or 3D or alive, Ooh. like wide open fantasy. Come through, Libby. Do it. What, <laughs> oh what, it, what did those look like yeah. to you? What's the Ed Sheeran song, Shape of You? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. okay. 
Okay, sorry. I knew there was a shape thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I guess the shape of my, the shape of my fear would be circular. Okay. Circular. It would be a tiny, small circle. The shape, uh, but like all filled in in a really, really dark, like very dense, kind of like a, like a, like a, uh, like, like, like a, like a black hole. How it's yeah. infinitely small and infinitely dense. Does Supermassive it... black hole. Yes, that's yeah. my shape of my fear. The shape of my courage is a, is is it's a lighter sort of dusty gas that just sort of like you open it up and it just fills up. If the room just needs to be this big, it just fills in just that much. But if it's a big room, it can fill that and it just like can adjust to whatever it needs to be and fill the room with the perfect density that's needed for it to be there. That's so beautiful to imagine. Does it have a color? The gas is like a pinkish purple, kind of light clear pinkish purple. And the dot, I can't really see the color because it's infinitely small, but it's like Dense and dark and yeah. brown and, I love and that. textured. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. with sound effects. That Indeed, was that yeah. was exactly yeah. exactly the answer I had hoped for because Trust. there wasn't anything I was looking. For. Right, 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 right. Love it. Just let it Thanks for yeah. going for it. Trust. I got you. I go for it for sure. Speaking of going for it, because you've you've done so much, and I'm not sure where to begin or where to end or where the middle is exactly. You self-released your um, your first single, "Manufactured Love," mm-hmm. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Which got all sorts of accolades across Spotify and Apple Music. Really, just threw you into the limelight, right? Yes, and it was like that. It was funny. It was weird. I that was really the first record I had ever made. I had done a lot of a lot of music in a band setting, a live band setting, and in acapella groups and 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 shows and theater. But I hadn't really made a record. And I moved to New York, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a recording artist. Okay, I can write songs, I have a band, but like, I don't have any fucking records. So I started looking for record producers and linked up with some record producers. And I linked up with this uh, amazing producer and multi-instrumentalist named Brady Watt, and we made, he produced my whole first EP. And the very first song we made in the first three or four sessions we had was Manufactured Love. And it you know, was, got just self-released, we put it on OK Player. Um, Apple featured it on its front page. Spotify put it on one of the things. It went viral, blah, da, 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 da. It is kind of crazy that that was just the first song did that. You know, no other song yet has quite done that. We're trying to get a song to do that again. You know what I mean? And it's just interesting that, yeah, the very first one was just kind of the thing that people, a lot of people spend, a lot of people put out great, great, great records, but just don't have a song like that for a while. It's, it, it is crazy. Yeah. Congratulations on yeah, that. Thank absolutely. you. I haven't thought about Fantastic. it in a while like that. So. Well, I think so many things when like when they come from the heart, and I know all your music mm. comes from the heart. That, that one like, was really that, from like, the heart, you though. You put all your love out, mm-hmm. and then it really like captures the imagination and the mind and the yeah. love of like every you know everybody, and yeah. that's how you build how you build your Amen. community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, because I'm a I'm a nostalgic nerd, I okay. love vinyl so even though i know that record is a much larger scope of a thing do you have anything that you've like literally printed on i have not done any vinyl i know i'm ashamed to say it Um, i mean don't don't be ashamed hit hit me up when you do and i will also play you on my record player and like literally drop the needle on you oh dope yeah yeah yeah. we will do records down the line i know that's That's cool yeah i I look forward to that when you're in la the next time Mm -hmm. um you should do um uh you should play amoeba just down the street Okay. Because they would love to have you. Oh, for sure. It's, I mean. I feel like Amoeba is just like a loving music community. They they have, they turn over like new stuff. They turn over old stuff. They have vinyl. They have CDs. They they maybe even still have cassettes. I haven't looked. They do. But I bet they do. They do. They've got like. Walls of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they have uh, shows there all the time. But like, they're always just like, again, like looking to share voices. Like whatever those voices are, they're just like super down to share and. And I've found so much great music, so much, so many uh, new 
emerging independent artists yeah. there. Cool. Um, I found out about uh, La Boucherette's. Are you familiar with them? No, I'm not. They're amazing and crazy. The lead singer is, I'll say it, nuts. She knows, so I can say it. Um, <laughs> she, she, they were performing in there. Um, I, I just, I just happened into the concert, uh, as you know, most of the time happens. I'm like, oh, oh what's what's this? And um, she, in the middle of her lyric, left the stage, walked out the building, onto a bus. And started performing on the bus, and then as as if fare? it were yeah, <laughs> no, she didn't. Thankfully, it didn't it didn't start moving. But the bus driver was quite caught off guard. Um, anyway, uh, Amoeba is uh, cool. Is, yeah. is a really cool venue. I'll I, definitely check it out. I wonder yeah. if that was an upbeat bus driver who was like, <laughs> the most amazing thing happened, or if they were like stupid, rare yeah, 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 kids yeah, singing yeah, on yeah, the bus yeah, and didn't pay the fare. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, who are you into right now, and who are yes. your influences from back in the day? Mm, good question. Right now, I've been the, the record I've been listening to the most the last several months is P.J. Morton's new album. P.J. Morton is this amazing, like soul funky piano playing guy. He he's the keyboardist in Maroon Five as well, nice. and uh, he just has this super soulful kind of like very Stevie Wonder esque influence, but like kind of has like modern hip hop and R and B kind of pieces into it i saw him play in new york a few months ago it was amazing um i am uh i was really influenced by channel orange i love all of mm -hmm. frank ocean's work but that album in particular like has stuck with me over the last five years um i really like anderson pack's work i feel like i've been listening to i was listening to dolly parton uh in a new way for the last two weeks and really really fucking with her i wow. knew about dolly parton but yeah. i hadn't really gone into dolly parton like that in the last two weeks i've been on dolly 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 and Ooh, she's a badass. She's been coming up a lot. I have a, a killer, really? a killer crooners Pandora station because okay. I'm like I'm a huge jazz fan. But you know how Pandora like introduces in new stuff, and although she's not necessarily jazz, she's mm -hmm. a killer crooner. And she like is a so, I've been crooner. been catching her like the original versions of a lot of the mm. tunes that she wrote that then were made like more popular or had yep. like bigger production years down the road. But she's so awesome. So awesome, and uh, yeah, amazing writer and. Yeah, and talk know. about like yeah. putting love into your work. She's oh yeah, absolutely. She's but it. she's uh, a new influence. But you yeah. asked us about older influences. I would say, I, I mean, she's older. But I mean, I've only recently. Yeah, gotcha. She's new to me in that way. But when I, I basically listened to a lot of Stevie Wonder and Aretha Franklin mm -hmm. in middle school. Yeah, and those love are the it. people that like when I was 11, 12, 13, 14, you know, becoming a young adult. It was those that those styles and vibes that I was like really imitating and just like practicing and singing in my uh, in the whole, in, in my house whatever, um, and then I listened to a lot of just R and B and pop from the '90s, especially in early 2000s. You know, when I was a teenager. Um, but yeah, I like I like a lot of different kinds of music. Yeah, I like I, like, I try to I'm I'm always trying to listen to new things that are dope in a way that I hadn't realized. Oh, there's dopeness dopeness. In that shape too, just to bring back this shapes moment. Yeah, love it. Well, you, I hear it in your music, like your incorporation of like a lot of different idea, like a lot of different influences and inspirations, and I love it. Right. It's so fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you've you've got a little bit of everything. It's a it's a little bit of a little bit of rock. It's a little bit of rap. It's a little bit of soul. It's a little mm -hmm. bit of um, neo soul, which mm -hmm. comes up a lot in mm -hmm. your in the publications that I've been reading about. It you, does. So. It does, and it's funny because I don't I don't think about it too much. As neo soul, I think about a genre of. Uh, it's just interesting that yeah, neo soul does come up more than I would put it out there. But I'm cool with that. 
It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It uh, when I listened to a chunk of the uh, show you put on last night, it like mm. evoked Hawaii for me. I used really? to I used to live in Hawaii, and uh, I think also just like a combination, like we were talking about rap and and hip hop and stuff, and like what the people around me were listening to, like my military friends and like the, I, you know, there's like a lot of reggae happening mm. and just like the amalgamation of those things. Interesting, for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. I so wish, I, I know you weren't able to make it last night, but I'm, I, I'm really glad I put those up on Instagram so at least you yeah, could see. Yeah, me I, too. I, well, uh, I'm going to get to the next event. Yeah. Is this are we ready to plug your next <laughs> event? Well, right now I don't have another date in LA okay. at the moment, um, but hopefully I'll be back here later this year. Um, I'm going to play a show in New York at the end of the spring uh, around when my EP comes out. Cool. So stand by for that. But I did just announce that I'm playing at Bonnaroo this summer in Tennessee. It's in Tennessee, right? Yeah. And that's really exciting because I couldn't have imagined that festival even like a year and a half ago someone was like you're gonna play bonnaroo i'll be like no so that's really cool yeah congrats um, yeah but we're, we're gonna we're gonna do another new york date and then um la again later on this year in 2018 cool i'm gonna i'm gonna keep yeah keep posted on it so i yeah. can come out cool and the name of that new ep can i can i say is this I don't know if I'm supposed to say that actually. Oh, okay. Maybe All right. we're gonna I, okay. No, that, I won't. I won't spoil anything. That's uh, yeah. Keep it on the low. I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> well, brag, why don't you? Right. You could do a leak, what? but not while I'm here. No, you know? no, 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 no. We'll wait. We'll wait for later. There's some really exciting music on there, and um, one that you did perform last night. Your the one of the new singles is "Lifting You," mm. and um, such a. Such a grandly inspirational song. Um, one of the lines, external validation is not a prerequisite for self-appreciation. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Yep. Say it, <laughs> say, it, say it again. That's why I'm, we put it on the record twice. Say it yeah. again. External validation is not a prerequisite for self-appreciation. You, you don't need someone else to tell you you're dope for you to tell yourself you're dope. You have to have a fountain, a source of that on your own that is fully independent from what any other human thinks or relays to you about how good or not good or worthy or unworthy or talented or untalented or da 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 or whatever anyone else is thinking about you is one category completely distinct from what you think about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to create, you have to keep that wall around that one. Don't, there has, of course, like, you have to have influences where, like, I mean, we only perceive the world based on a series of contexts of how other people perceive the world around us, right? Like, mm. like we are all in this room right now, and there's some norms that we have, and we know that, like, it would be inappropriate if one of us just got naked right now. That would, like, not be okay. You know what I mean? Because we understand some Don't put norms about this. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting that drop, kind of vibe. And maybe I've been known to drop trial. I wasn't quite ready for this podcast, Ava, but maybe, uh, maybe I'm back for it. But, no, my point is, you know what I mean? So there's norms like that, and so... We, of course, are influenced by, we know when we behave and evaluate ourselves on a series of that, but then you have to just protect this piece of yourself that's like, wait, this is who I, this is what I know about myself, regardless of anything, regardless of just like, this is just me. How do I see myself? How do I support myself? What do I need that only I can do for myself and no one else can do for me? Yeah. External validation is not a prerequisite for self-appreciation. Constant reminders on that one. I might have to write it on my mirror. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I have to etch it on the glass. Yeah, for sure. Etch it on the glass, don't you? 
Yeah, more more singing in this episode. Yes, I am. Slide. I am. Yes, don't absolutely. you leave me? Etch it on the glass. Why don't you? Etch it on the glass. Come on. Etch it on the glass. Why don't you leave me? Etch it on the glass. Why don't you? Etch it on the glass. Why don't you leave me? Etch it on the glass. Why don't you? Etch it on the glass. Hey, there yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new backup act now. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah. External validation. Okay. The fourth time. No. <laughs> Cut that out. We don't need the fourth one. So. And do you uh, are you do you have any more dates for your current tour? Was was last night the? This was really just a one off. Oh um, okay. Yeah yeah yeah. So we're gonna announce some more tour dates for later 2018. We're just confirming a bunch more dates that I can't say yet, but the things that are confirmed are a show. Oh, I am playing a show in New York. It just Excellent. got confirmed yesterday on Great. February 23rd. I'm opening for City of the Sun, okay. which I'm a big fan of them. I don't know if you know those guys. Uh, Brooklyn Steel. Yeah. Yeah, February so cut 23rd, to this. When, Brooklyn. when you asked me. Yeah, February 23rd, Brooklyn. Road trip. Mwah. Do you know which, uh, which neighborhood is that? I, don't, I haven't been to that venue. I think it's a new venue, and I honestly am uh, not sure, so I'm not going to give you wrong information. All right. But it's it. in Brooklyn. We'll look it up. Yeah, I was curious. Steel. I used to live in Crown Heights, so I was curious, but it's been... It's been a while, so I, used I don't to live know in Crown Heights too. Yeah, yep. I used to live on the on the no on the Kingston two three stop. I was on Out. Nostrand and Eastern Parkway. Yeah, I was on. We King- were riding I was one the stop. subway together. We were. That's crazy. Hey, do you do you remember this? Like, really sticks with me when I this was like two thousand three ish that I was living there. Okay, but um, I don't know how long the graffiti remained there. But on the uh, it was like the 2319, I think, that like ran through those those tracks. There was this big text that always amazed me that like these artists hopefully didn't die, but that they like had the courage to go stand in the middle of this tunnel where there's like no exits and write uh, two writers were approaching when the wind began to howl, which I think I looked up later. I feel like it's a Dylan lyric, and I might have to hmm. look it up again. I didn't know that for, like, many years. I just, like, thought it was super cool that every time I rode the subway home, there were these, like, giant That's letters. Dope. I don't know if I ever saw that. That's yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to real quick look up and confirm it before I shout out to the wrong artist. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. I've all, I'm always fascinated at all the places that you've traveled, and and so have you, Michael. Um, you traveled through 35 different countries with mm-hmm. the... Uh, with uh, the so whiffin' poofs of Yale University. I want to hear all about it. I was I went to Yale. I was in the group a cappella group there called the Whiffin' Poofs. It's like a storied a cappella group been around Such since 1909. Name. It's from an opera. If I'm if I remember correctly, there's an opera operetta, and in that opera, I forget what it's called. Oh, it's the Nemo. Basically, the original original Nemo story is this mm. operetta from the late 1800s. It's like I forget what it's called. Maybe I don't think it's Finding Nemo, but I believe Finding Nemo is based on this operetta. In that original operetta, there's a magical dragonfish creature called the Whiffenpoof, and these are these you know these Yaleys in 1909 that were probably gay as fuck. Like let's be the Whiffenpoofs because <laughs> you know what I mean. Cut to cut to. Um, now, a hundred years later, yeah, it's the oldest acapella group in the country, and wow. it's fourteen different, se- fourteen unique senior men each year, and the whole group turns over. So basically, I took a year off from school between my third and fourth years of studies to tour full time with this group, and we went around the world to thirty-five countries, and it was crazy. And during that year, I was like, wow, making music around the world is the best thing. I want to do that with my music. Yeah, thirty-five. Yeah, you got some favorites. Yes, Madagascar, yeah. Nepal, South Korea. 
Awesome. Man, those are three I haven't even pinned yet. Yep. That's, Me neither. I guess I got Working gotta, on it. Crazy. I got to hit more, is more road, road trips. It the is. world is so big, but also <laughs> yeah, so we'll small. Yeah, we'll just drive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just drive yeah. to Madagascar. Yeah. Right. That would be interesting. <laughs> we'll strap it to we'll the bottom a of a plane. We'll get chitty bang bang. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, get the, we'll get in the grease car, you know, oh. with the end credits. Yeah, yeah. And now I got to apologize to Jimi Hendrix, because I just oh. looked it up. Oh. oh like, oh, that was, that was a super, sorry, that was a bad faux pas. Uh, Jimi Hendrix, two riders were approaching, and the wind began to howl. Uh, Hendrix's All Along the Watchtower, which I obviously didn't know the lyrics to. Yeah, and that's then, all right. And then these like cool graffiti artists changed it to two writers were approaching and the wind began to howl. Anyway. That's dope. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, Hendrix. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I think he forgives us. But yeah, yeah. He listens to the show, so. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's all good. <laughs> right. As long as I got his name out there, he's like, all right. All right, we're cool. <laughs> We cool. So many places that, I mean, I know you and I both both love to travel and see all the different points of the world. I, I traveled with a group called Up With People for a year. Cool. Um, a musical group? Yeah. They've been around since the 60s. Okay. And, um, so I did two semesters with them, essentially staying with host families, performing a Broadway-style musical, uh-huh. and uh, performing some sort of community involvement Where'd project. Where'd you guys go? We, uh, the first semester was the Midwest and Northeast United States. And then second was, uh, was, was across Europe. So we did, uh, Germany, Austria, Belgium, Spain, Netherlands, Portugal, and stopped over in the Czech Republic. Right. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. What are your three favorites? Yeah. Um, did I mention Sweden? Because that's my favorite. I think I forgot Sweden. And, and I think that was my favorite because I've never been in a space where the people were nicer and more, mm. more generous and just wanted to show me and share with me absolutely everything that they had um, going on and all of the different places. I skied for the first time, mm. which was pretty great. I stayed on the bunny slopes, but, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> You're just you're just cruising down. I, like, I was, man. Using, yeah, using all the this, yeah. all the kids as moguls. No, <laughs> skiing is scary. I don't, I don't, I don't ski. I think skiing's scary too. I don't, I've, I don't really. I've I've also cruised down some bunny slopes and I did fine. Same. But but I was like, you know, I'm good. I'm gonna go I in fell. the lodge and get a drink. Yeah, same. I had yeah, a few yeah. traumatic experiences as a child skiing. Oh, do tell. No. No I mean, count? no, it's fine. I just like, I remember one time I had a lesson, me and my sister, neither of us can fucking ski. And <laughs> the, the lady took us on this hard ass thing. Both of us came down sobbing. We're in tears. Oh, We're no. devastated. Our parents are waiting for us. We're just so sad. And then another time I was going up the fucking lift holding on like this, you know, when it pulls yeah. you up. And, uh, uh, and my skis got like stuck in the snow and like I basically fell off but the thing was so I was like being pulled up like, ah, like oh, this wow. and then someone from behind me hit me so I just had to kind of let go and like be off to the side but you couldn't really be there because you had to be by a tree so then they had to come and get me and I had to like be escorted on one of the little ski mobiles I just I, I, oh, wow. I, I don't ski I feel like yeah I feel like going downhill standing up is scary like <laughs> like you're too yeah. hot like I don't mind sledding, but like your t- your center of gravity is like too high for the angle of the slope. Yeah. Now we know what we're both afraid of. <laughs> there you go. Remember, right. Remember that dot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the skiing. Right. <laughs> but but get on stage I, and you I got that. I think it's time like, to go, guys. I think, I think it's time to go to fill Sweden. Fill up all the space. Exactly. Do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I love it. I I was pretty proud of myself, honestly. I oh, love Sweden. I'm really just not going to ski there. Sweden's okay. the All right. I support That's your skiing, totally. though. Yeah, yeah. I you got you to love guys. yourself I also first. support your skiing. Uh, it was a long time ago. You don't need external I, validation. I was right. probably but being unnecessarily We support your skiing. We will get you mitts. We will get you a helmet. Wow. High, high five over the mics there. <laughs> We're at the bottom. We're cheering. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 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 what is uh, what is something that you really fear besides skiing that you would like to take on? Ooh. Ooh. I'm trying to be more open to traditional romantic love. I'm trying to be oh. just like less fearful of that and less um, skeptical of that and be okay. I don't want to worship that, but I want to be okay with that as a possibility. I like that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my life I've been on defense a little bit like mad because I didn't have a boyfriend or mad because I was gay because so I couldn't have a boyfriend because I wasn't cool with myself enough and at a certain point just like I have to just be like okay you know what you can still be okay being open to this yeah yeah it's so easy to get I'm looking at Padre because we've had a lot of conversations about this and I just I've never expressed that quite like that and I think that's true. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely. I think yeah. it's super easy to be skeptical when you get hurt. But like if you get hurt skiing and you're like, I don't want to ski anymore. Like it doesn't really affect your life that much because it's not like it. skiing doesn't necessarily need to come to you for you to like feel like you can share your empathy and your support and stuff with right. someone else but if you get hurt romantically and then you're like nah I'm never ever going to be romantic again then like mm. you could really be missing out on something and for me I would say it's not even that I got hurt skiing it's that I didn't even realize skiing was a thing people did Yeah, <laughs> the mountain was not presented to me as an option <laughs> at all and now and so then I was like fuck the mountain but now I'm like, you know what? It could be dope to go up the mountain and just see what that's like. And if I fall and get hurt, I'll have an idea what most people deal with. I don't think I've ever really been like deeply, deeply hurt. I mean, I've had, you know, a little heartache, whatever, with a little breakup here and there. But I've never really had like a boyfriend, boyfriend like that. I've never, call I've never called someone my boyfriend. I've never had a long-term romantic partner. So I'm trying to be more open to that. You know what I mean? And yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do it. I had a long-term uh, partner for a year and then... It was a terrible breakup, and then I didn't I didn't have any uh, real deep connections with anyone for a very, very long time. So mm -hmm. I think it really all, it depends on where you're coming from. There's mm -hmm. thousands of elements that go into it, and mm -hmm. you really just have to let yourself be open to change and open to the, the romance finding you rather than you finding the romance. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really hard <laughs> to actually live that, that kind of... I don't know. It's about to border into cheesy territory here, but to, to 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 border in that sort of love awareness is is really it's really hard and sometimes excruciating because yeah. you you think about like I I used to do that all the time where I would go into these places that you know that I'm I'm not lovable and I'm not you are lovable. I'm not worth <laughs> oh um, and. Uh, so yeah, but I completely I mean, understand that. I completely understand that that fear and that anxiety of not yeah. being lovable, of, of somehow being just like different. Like for me, I think I for a long time internalized this idea that like because I was so fearless on stage, because my gift was this this gift of expression and da -da -da and 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 this always being able to give everyone everything, it was almost like maybe she made me in a way where it's like yeah, but you're also not going to be someone that has that kind of love. I honestly thought that for a while. 
And now I'm like, no, like it's not even about that. It's just like just be open to whatever and see what happens. Yeah. Something that's that's really helped me and been a real blessing in my life is being really open to the nature of the relationship, being built by the people in the relationship and yes. not based on any yes. outside, not your family, yes, 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 not yes, your yes, friends, yes. Yeah. yeah, not your culture being like, absolutely. I have, I have so many Ooh, good yes. friends in LA that I went on OkCupid dates with when I first got here. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, this was the funnest time ever. But like, I don't feel romantic, neither do I. Let's be best friends. Let's create some art. Let's like, and now we're still best friends, and it worked out so well just because we were, like, honest about, like, what both of us were feeling, but, like, it's still a great relationship. It just didn't go that Absolutely. way. Yeah. Say it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you find the, cultural of, uh, the culture of your relationship in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really, I love reading stories about, like, even, like, married couples who chose not to get legally married or choose to live in, like, Houses across the street because mm-hmm. they're like great couples, but they're not great roommates. Or, you know, like w- just Absolutely. do what you two are doing, Ooh. not like screw everybody else. Or That's, you three. Whatever, or you three. Right. Yeah, yeah, for real. Right. But yeah. like, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's all about you the know? people in the relationship and like all those outside people can like either enjoy and, and have fun being part of what you guys are up to or, you know. Not. Not. Yeah. yeah. Get out of there. That's right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. Amen. Michael, when people listen to your music, mm-hmm. what do you want them to hear? Uh, the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> um, for one. Yeah. I want them to hear the lyrics. Um, I want them to hear... Yeah! I want them to feel the spirit. I want them to hear, I, you know, you know, that thing where you're just out of your body. I, I want them to feel that. And that's something I've been working on a lot, especially in these most recent records, like really giving that intangible emotional thing that I can, it's easier in some ways to pull off live because your body's there and people can see you and there's a visual element and you can kind of like give them exactly what it is. But when it's just audio capturing that that essence where it's more than just the song or the recording or the sounds being great, but it just has that intangible thing where it's just like you fucking feel the records. You yes. know what I mean? So I want them to hear the spirit. Okay. Um, I want them to hear the lyrics, and uh, I want them, I don't know, I don't have a cute third. Those would be the first two, (laughs) the spirit and the lyrics, you know? I love it. Well, um, I really want our listeners to get the full spirit of your music. So uh, right now I'm going to play Lifting You. We'll be right back. Can't do it anymore, it's too much weight Hurts my vibe, hurts my pen My whole game's thrown off, you disarm me You know my weak spots, one person is an army It's alarming how quickly I've become fatigued A new league, and now my old teammate Is like my police, controlling my thoughts Curtailing my dreams and implanting my seeds So I gotta let go I'm cutting the ropes, but you don't have to fall You can pass a ball, you can take some notes You can make a call you gotta trust your insights You gotta fuck with your own shine You gotta love yourself first 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 Yeah, you gotta love yourself first 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 Cause I can't keep lifting you Can't keep lifting you I can't keep lifting you 
I can't keep lifting you. 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 Yes, it's uncomfortable, but I need to say you can't get anywhere if you don't love the way I'm made. You got to be the one that defines you, be the one that supplies you. Study those that inspire you. Your fire is uniquely you. How do you expect to grow? How do you expect to know more? You're not gonna get more dope being mad at someone else's flow. External validation is not a prerequisite for self-appreciation. External validation is not a prerequisite for self-appreciation. You gotta love yourself first. 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 Yeah, you gotta love yourself first. 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 Cause I can't keep lifting you. Can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. Can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. There's just no time for comparing. Sharing is all we can do. I see the beauty inside inside you. But it's worthless till you see it too. You gotta love yourself first. 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 Yeah, you gotta love yourself first. 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 Cause I can't keep lifting you. Can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. Can't keep lifting you. I can't keep lifting you. Welcome back. What's um, up? We're back. <laughs> We're back. Part I, two. I love your energy, Michael. Yeah, you are you're so sure. you're so buoyant. Thank you. I'm I'm. What can I say? I'm afloat. Yeah. 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 I love yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. Um, but you got to look because the mood coming out of that is going to be more mood. You got to look. Sorry, I, was that were we were we too hype coming out uh, lifting you? No, please. You, you can continue singing. I mean, right. if you if you want to uh, yeah, if it. you want to no, do no, an no, acapella, no, no, no. you're no, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just being silly. I'm being buoyant. Sorry. Speaking yeah, of silly and buoyant, we, we uh, uh, Tim uh, Tim. I have this book. It's called Tiny Tim. It's mm-hmm. by Helen oh, Oxenberry. Okay. I don't know if you can see this this cover. If this gives you any idea of. Uh, 
<laughs> of the content. This is interesting. But it's uh, it's it's definitely a little different from uh, the children's books. That it is not buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> and neither are the children who That's drown right. in the bathtub. Exactly, exactly. Um, so if you would be so kind as to uh, to flip to any random page and um, just uh, read a little excerpt. You want to, uh, or sing a little excerpt. Yes, or if, sing it, if yes. If you're inspired to do so. <laughs> if you're so inclined. Okay, I'm just, uh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just choosing my one. Choose wisely. Yeah, all right. Five little monkeys walked along the shore. One went a-sailing and then there were four. Four little monkeys climbed up to a tree. One of them tumbled down and then there were three. Three little monkeys found a pot of glue. One got stuck in it, then there were two. So two little monkeys found a currant bun. One ran away with it and then there was one. One little monkey cried all afternoon. So they put him in an airplane and sent him to the moon. Yes. Proud of applause. That yeah. was gorgeous. That was funny. beautiful. I like it. It was amazing. Poems. Yeah. Yeah. I like those lyrics. It's yeah. uh it's it's pretty wild. There's a lot of uh And now there's a monkey hanging out on the moon. <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> Wait, now, waiting all the for cheese. some friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's a kind of dark though. <laughs> can I do can I do one other I want to just Sure. Do oh, totally. All you like. What Absolutely. I want to do is the same I want to do the same one. Okay. And I want to do a different delivery. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. I want to like kind of just Feel see, free. catch a different vibe on it because I have a whole different idea for it. This that. is awesome. I love I love process. I yeah. love watching yeah, yeah. artists process. You know, because this could also be five little monkeys walked along the shore. One went a sailing and then there were four. Four little monkeys climbed up to a tree. One of them tumbled down and then there was three. Three little monkeys found a pot of glue. One got stuck in it and then there were two. These two little monkeys found a current bun. One ran away with it and then there was one. And one little monkey, he cried all the damn afternoon. So they put him on an airplane and sent him to the moon. Yes. yes. You know, because it also Fantastic. could be that. I don't know. It could be both simultaneously. Right. That's right. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, can we uh, can we try a game that I'm just, uh, yes, just, bring now, it on. just now putting together? Yes. So uh, Devlin and I co-host Sneaky Friday's game on okay. Fridays, which is a prompt, a hashtag prompt, okay. and everybody jumps on the tag. So I know you guys have your phones plugged in, so you have some juice. So last Friday, we played Predictive Text Compliment. So I'm thinking, because you just made me think of this at the beginning of the interview, that we should do Predictive Text, uh, my courage, or the shape of my courage is, and then see what our Predictive Text comes up with, because I think that... uh, our phones are stalking us. <laughs> what is predictive text? You mean on Google? Oh, like on your phone. Like when you text and there's, uh, it brings up, so I'll do. It, but it brings up a whole phrase, my courage. Well, the shape so of let my me show is, you. And so then it does the a whole shape, thing. The shape <laughs> of my courage is, and then there's like middle, you know, it gives you like word options. You see those oh. three. Does that seem familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So mine says, the shape of the courage is in my front seat. And a seat in front door is open. <laughs> the shape of my courage is in my front seat, and a seat in front door is open. Wow. It's pretty, pretty, pretty deep. <laughs> That's expansive. text. I love it. Uh, what, what would your, yours be? Do you guys Let me have grab your, my phone. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, I thought I thought they were handy, but I was just curious because you know. No, like, now I'm curious about the mine. words you use the most are the ones that come up, you know, the most in predictive texts. So hmm. my 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 predictive text always thinks I'm going somewhere, which I am. So interesting. Okay, let's see. So I would do a text. Yeah, and then you do like the shape of my courage is. Oh, wait, I don't have to turn it. Turn it on. I'm. You don't I'm, have I'm to. Very you don't have to text it to anybody. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really want to know. I'm so bad at iPhones. Oh no, that's okay. I don't. I don't think your predictive text is on. So sometimes she turns on though. So maybe that. Oh really? I think okay. maybe I have to be texting someone. Oh maybe. Text you and I. Let's see. I'm gonna text Project. Yeah, yeah. And then later, like at three in the morning, he'll see the, the weird text. The shape of my cur- But then. Did that see. work? Let me see here. Okay, that's a no. I got it. Yeah, all right. The shape of my courage is, and then I get to choose. Just keep, yeah, yeah. Or Ooh, I have an inter- It says not. I'm gonna do not. Right. The shape of my courage is not an easy way to get my money. <laughs> <laughs> no money, no problems. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Very funny. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Very funny. Could you them? That nope. definitely went a different way than I you thought. You gotta, yeah, yeah. The shape of your courage gets you out on <laughs> on stage, but you gotta book those gigs That's to right. make that money. <laughs> right. Exactly. Say it again, Libby. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Blue Music. What's up, Book Libby? <laughs> yep. Get get this guy out on your stage to <coughs> fill you up and lift you up and uh, inspire you and. All of those things. What is? Do you have your your? Uh, okay. I, sh- I should have done a better job, like scanning the room to see if. Uh, I. You can say. You can send it to me, and then it'll be like, wait, what does this mean later? Uh, okay, I I honestly have no. I I never use any predictive anything on my phone no. because then it it always gets too far ahead of me, and I'm like, oh no. No, it doesn't look like it's gonna. It's I mean, gonna it doesn't do it? look like your predictive text. No, 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 is no. On. You can turn it on. Okay, wait. You have to go to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you go to the emojis thing. None of us know anything about technology. <laughs> wait, about wait, my I, own phone. I was wrong. Wait, 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 wait. I know there is a way to turn it on. I would probably, honestly, have turned mine off if I had bothered to figure out how. <laughs> no. Because my phone doesn't oh, doesn't wait, 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 get wait. any of my automatopias. Okay. I say so many weird things. To people. No, I don't even know, guys. Nope, I don't know. That's okay. All right. <laughs> well, shape of your courage is the the TBD. Sh- TBD. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, TBD upon you the uh, the update of your iOS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I should have. I was. I was actually. You can post I, it on the. Page. I was. Uh, I, I have was example either. texting to my dad. I should have just sent that. I should send that to my dad. Actually, yeah. I'm going to do it. And, uh, and, and see, see what, what your he writes dad back. writes back. I yeah, love that because uh, he loves to send me dad jokes like every day. Yeah. Um, I have an irrational fear of speed bumps, but I'm slowly getting over it. <laughs> that is a quality. <laughs> that is a quality dad joke. Oh, but I'm, oh I just got love it. your dad. <laughs> I just. Your got dad it. is really taking his duties seriously. Oh, very much so. Does he have yeah. like a list of, of things that he's supposed to do during the day? It just Send comes. son dad joke. I think he does do that. What what else are dads? Well, like he to play catch with someone. Uh, I guess 
uh, he is um, uh, he gets mad at me because I I call him Henri and Cantankerous on this show. But oh yeah, but uh, my dad is great, and he's he uh, he texts me I love you every day, which is very sweet. And, yeah, and That's a random nice. dad joke. Yeah, that is right. sweet. Yeah, did your parents uh, support you in your career as you were they creating music? They, my parents have supported me. I think, um, I think there was a period of adjustment where I, I think my parents just ha- didn't, their lives hadn't really intersected that many times with artists. Okay. So um, I think then their son being an artist and his whole life being this very different kind of, you know, world and, and lifestyle and mm-hmm. structure and schedule has been uh, just like, an, an, it's been new to my family in a way, but they've been very supportive and, uh, and, and invested for sure. What, uh, what kind of world do your parents come from? Like what kind of... My dad is a lawyer. Yeah. My mom works in museum administration. Um, my parents grew up, my dad grew up in Connecticut, my mom grew up in Long Island, and they are, my family's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Most of my ancestors came here around the turn of the century from Eastern Europe. Okay. Um, and you know, came from Eastern Europe with, like, as just poor Jewish immigrants that kind of were getting kicked out of uh, all those countries that later became, like, post-Soviet Union countries. Yep. Um, and came here very poor and worked hard and kind of, you know, the, then the Jews became white people and kind of worked their way up. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and we've definitely, uh, yeah. And then I think it's in, yeah. And just like each, my family is very much like, a, it is like the, the immigrant story in a sense of over like a hundred years of like, yeah. if I think about it, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's very much a story of working, and then me, working hard and raising and then, the bar. Yeah. But then, then me being a millennial and having the, the opportunity and the privilege to sort of like throw myself into being an artist, you know what I mean? Is, is sort of almost a, another level of that in, in a sense. It absolutely is. You know is. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it is, it does, you know. Just even the even the fact that I was able to say hey, I want to be an artist, I think, speaks to and obviously artists come from all different places. But for me, I think a lot of it come does come from privileges that I had, economic privileges, just all the privileges I have as a, as a white man who came from a you know family that was you know we didn't like grow up like super rich, but I always had everything I needed. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of it's just I just think about that sometimes. Yeah, I well, know, I feel like, I mean, that, I mean that's awesome because it sounds like you're <clears throat> also grateful for that, mm-hmm. and I think gratitude is really important. Yes, yes, yes. But I also think opportunity is kind of cumulative. Like totally. you know, foundations get built, and whether it's your your biological family or like your found family, mm-hmm. like we all got to just keep lifting each other up and building those blocks till we all reach the stars. You know, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Very Amen. well put, Levy. Thanks. Yeah. My mirror's, my mirror's going to be so full of, like, <laughs> etched thoughts. I'm not even going oh, yeah. to be able to see myself in it anymore. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm so content in this mm. in this environment. Mm. Sometimes I, I get to those places where I'm just like, it's not that I don't have anything to say. Just it's just that I have everything to say, mm. and I don't know which thing to pick. Mm. So it's just, uh, it's such a pleasure to have an artist and a speaker and an advocate like mm. you here in the studio. I talk about this a lot on the show that it's uh, a lot of the times it, it skews towards sort of zany and on this show. Mm. Um but then I really like to have the powerful guests that are also such powerful speakers. And uh, I was also reading that you are you are very much a, an advocate of social justice, mm. which I it's, it's one of my favorite subjects 
because I'm I'm very much of that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, I just feel like you're in or you're out. Like, are you are we talking about all the fucked up shit happening all the time or not? And it's not like you stay home and cry because all this shit is happening. It's like, no, you feed the fire of awareness. You are constantly aware that all these injustices are happening and you're constantly trying to do all you can while also not like, you know, you can't collapse, especially, you know, just regarding my personal identity, especially as, uh, you know, cis white man that benefits a lot from a lot of the injustices across our country. Like, I just need to like be aware of that and be aware of how, what it means for me to walk through a space and get XYZ or not get XYZ or for someone else that I work with who doesn't look like me for, to walk through a space. And yeah, I just think it's like, you're either, you either, you're either looking around and being like, yeah, of course it's fucked up that X per, I don't know the numbers, but like, you know, X percent of the people in jail in prison in this country are black men who were convicted of nonviolent, yeah, whatever, whatever, sure. you know, I don't know the numbers, but it's like, okay, well, that's a thing, you know what I mean? It's like we we just it doesn't. It's like you either know and 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 are thinking about that and are engaged with that. And again, it doesn't it doesn't. Oh my God! But the it's the world's so injustice. What do we do? It's like okay, yeah, the world's fucked up. Let's move it. Let's move at the speed of solution. Let's let's feed the fire of awareness. So we're always thinking about that and also like working. And I just feel like you know you mentioned being an advocate of social justice. To me, it. it I don't know. To me, there's a baseline that if you're not doing the baseline of like thinking about things and and talking about things and like just feeding your community's awareness, it's like, then what are you even doing? 100%. You know, because I could be doing more activist work. Like I'm not out here doing what like you know as as an artist you know i i i make things that speak to things but i'm not out here in the streets leading protests but but i work in a different way i work with those activists to do what i do you know what i mean and but then there's some folks that are just kind of completely just turned off just just comfortable just always just not thinking about it. and then when they do think about it they get sad because they don't want to think about the bad things in the in the way it is and it's like it, you know, especially white people, you know, a lot of white people, they, don't, they get so sad when they think about injustice. And it's like, this is not about you being sad. Right. Yep. This is about just just realize that this is how this is happening. Realize how you're benefiting from your whiteness. It's okay. You didn't, <laughs> you're not personally right. responsible for all it. of this. Yeah. But you are implicitly complicit by being a white person, probably. And it's okay. But, like, let's now work towards a greater thing by talking about it, acknowledging it, that it's always there. Every moment you can't escape it. It's always a thing. It's always, always, always that we we swim in, we swim in a discourse of fucked up American history. Yeah, for sure. You know? I feel uh, for a lot of us that like as a country, we like really walked through the fire in 2017. And even though we're not like really through it, that we've sort of like emerged to a place where the keywords for me are awareness is mm. like huge awareness and amplification, like amplifying mm. the injustice of black Americans being uh, jailed uh, mm. at a, a higher and killed and, and killed and, you know, put down in a, in a wide variety of fucked up ways and amplification. I've been using the tag amplifeminism, amplification amplification of women's voices Mm. not as victims but as artists and scientists Mm -hmm. and people and just being like Mm -hmm. remember all these people who are Mm -hmm. doing stuff who are also people and action Mm. uh those are my those are my three big like Mm. certainly political but my three big keywords for awareness amplification and action action. yeah that's that's nice i like alliteration i adore Mm -hmm. alliteration Mm -hmm. me too you know we're we're still walking across the bed of hot coals yeah yeah Yeah. but now we have insulated socks (laughs) yeah insulated socks for every american (laughs) i love that interesting yeah you've evolved yeah 
And I and I love and I wanted to point out that when you talk about the higher power that you were using uh, she. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Just I mean, my higher power honestly doesn't have a gender at all. No, like genderless. She's way above our silly ideas of you know gender. But in terms of quickly referring to her in our language yeah. system, I give her a she. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I like, like to, it. I like to think of of Alanis Morissette. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Doing cartwheels in the That's grass. Right. Exactly. Yes. Right. But it's nice to sort of even out the pronouns. You know, get a Definitely. get a little fifty fifty going at least. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. Because then it yeah. just becomes genderless. Right. Yeah. Totally. I. Uh, I did take some questions, or at least attempted to, Ooh. on social media while I was oh, really? uh, while I was posting about the concert last night. So uh, this this comes in from Emily. Uh, she, Hi, Emily. <laughs> she would love to hear about how you prep for putting together your live show mm. and um, what your writing and recording process was like. Well, those are, those are two big questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll do the first one first, and then if we want, we can go to those ones you guys want. How do we prep for the show? The show is a whole project. I love the I I love the show. The show is my favorite part. I love being on stage. I love working with humans to put together a show. I love working with musicians. I love thinking about the show as distinct from the records. You know what I mean? Because it is different. It's not press play. It's show up to a space, stand here, and have an experience happen in front of your eyes. And so it's music, it's visuals, it's choreography. I have as my project and my platform grows, I have really, really big expensive ideas about how I want the show to be and I can't wait for it to just continue to grow that's one of the things I'm most excited about um but yeah we we rehearse a lot um we a lot of times we'll start some songs start on a record and then it's like how, how do we adapt it to the band other times there have been band creation kind of vibes and then we adapt to a record um we have a lot of sectionals, so I have vocal sectionals with the singers, and we'll work on harmonies and vocal arrangements just on their own. And then I'll sometimes have rhythm section, which is you know keys, bass, drums, guitar, and we'll get that part going. And then horn sectionals, and then we'll kind of bring it all together. Yeah. Um, at this point, we've done a fair amount of shows in the last few months, so we, we have our, sh- our show that we've kind of been doing and touring with is pretty set. And then for a given show like last night, we had like you know a rehearsal and a half to kind of just spruce it up and get it ready and we were going to cut that song and switch that order and whatever but pretty much now the material is is in us um and it's been cool because we we added a whole bunch of new material in the fall of some of the records that are not yet out that are going to come out this year um and so yeah i love the show it's my favorite thing i love being on stage i love working with humans to make a thing that is bigger than any one of us you know what i mean that's my favorite thing too it's about the whole thing you know what i mean do you is your band pretty consistent do you have the same so you travel with the same pretty much you know there have been a few changes here and there someone can't make it we could uh, you know this but uh but for the most part yeah it's it's a and it's a lot of people that i've been playing with in new york for almost in some cases four or five years um that were playing with me like when we literally started playing at small clubs downtown for five people that's awesome yeah I think cool. that, I mean, that leaps back to, like, the building the relationship among the people in it. Absolutely. Because, like, the more consistency you have, the more that you, like, Your sub- vibes subconsciously start. know each other and, like, Absolutely. yeah, build a thing that's, like, all of you instead of a bunch of individuals. That's 100%. So 100%. Yeah, your entire band was absolutely phenomenal, and yeah, I best. really um, enjoyed the little piece where you highlighted the two women who are your the background uh, the, singers, the main background yeah, singers, Ray yeah. and Taj Sat. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to give them a, a shout out yeah, because they, sing uh, their they were fucking faces glorious. Off. Yeah. yeah, 
they're, they're, yeah, they're amazing singers. <laughs> they're crazy, so good. I'm, I'm, I'm consistently uh, honored to, to that they want to be part of my project. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and they, you know, both of them and everyone in the band at this point, everyone's like the homie. Like everyone's at my house chilling. Like we're hanging on tour. Like you know, it's and that's nice. And you know, I know there are a lot of artists who hire musicians to do a thing and. You know, that's fine. But for me, one of the things I love, like I said, is yeah. being able to be on stage and look around. And it's literally people who are my friends, who are like literally my friends who want, who are here and we're getting paid. And this is awesome. Well, yeah. They're getting Every, paid. Everybody wins. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Emily is also very curious to know uh, where you came up with that jacket. It's pretty fly. From last night? Yeah. I got it at a uh, thrift store in Brooklyn. Nice. Yeah. Wait, don't we need to describe it since this, is, <laughs> since this isn't an audio I, show? I wasn't really looking for fashion, so I don't know. I don't know what jacket she's in. It's, it's like whatever a, jacket appeared in the in the Instagram that I did. It was a white, little kind of cute white crop fitted jacket with kind of like, um, kind of uh, embroidery, blue and gold embroidery on the wrists and collar. Nice. Yeah, it's cute. I like fashion a lot too. That's part of the show too. I think um, fashion is, 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 is a big part of our culture, a big part of our music culture. And I can say so many different things about what my perspective based on what I wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes, I am this, you know, cis white man. But like, depending on how I dress in the, in the space I'm in, I'm an infinite number of people. To, to the way sure. I'm going to be perceived, you know what I mean? There's so, so many layers to a live show. Yeah, so yeah. there's so many, you know, yeah. Yeah, because I mean... You're wearing a... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, however you choose to choreograph the show right. and how you yeah. light it and how your yeah. soundboard is, like, working and how the room is sure. shaped and where people are. Like, there's so many factors. There's mm -hmm. a lot of magic and synergy that, that yeah. happens mm -hmm. during a live show like that. You're, you're wearing a, a really cool necklace Thank uh, you. right now. Yeah, is there this, any special significance? No, that? I just had a few random things that I threw, oh, okay. on, this, threw on this chain. <laughs> yeah. Neat. Just a few, yeah. Yeah. Little trinket, trinkets. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. I have a, I have a question. Please. <laughs> I, I, you have so many notes that I, and I'm just flying by um, the seat of my pants. I just, so uh, I mean, yeah. He's such a good note taker, but I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to step on your process. <laughs> Never. Uh, who do you want to collaborate with? Who? Yes. Mm. And not limited to music, like fashion designers, visual artists, like who do you really want to collaborate with? Architects, whatever, whatever you want. Hmm. Damn, I don't know. I don't have an answer quite just ready for that like that. Um, there's so many people I want to collaborate with, I guess. Uh, not I guess, I know. Um, Shout them out. Put it in the universe. Yeah, exactly. 2018, baby. Maybe they'll call. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely, I am, I am, a really, 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 really big Beyonce fan. Yeah. And I, I definitely aren't have, we all? I have a big. <laughs> I definitely have a bucket dream, a bucket list dream to like do some shit with Beyonce, even if it's in like 15, 10 years, like you know when we're both in very different places. Yeah. I just think she is like the artist of my generation. Like she is just like the genius artist of the generation, and like just to like get to learn from what she's doing in any capacity. I've already learned so much, but just to be in a room with her and just watch her work, like to me would be just the most valuable thing as an artist that I could want to, to, to study. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's like, obviously a, that's a, that's a lofty one. Um, 
But yeah, there's a lot of people in New York that you know. I I want to keep honestly. I want to collaborate with the, the the people that I I I know in New York. Like I have such a network of people who aren't necessarily out here like that. But like there's so many people in New York that aren't well known, so to speak. But there's mm -hmm. such a crazy dope art scene of like you know Brooklyn photographers and graphic designers and like musicians. I just feel like. I don't know. I want to also continue to to grow my community of people like through other people that I that I know. I guess that's a shitty answer. Like I want to work with people I already fucking know. That's not what I'm trying to say. That's not a shitty. No, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but that's also not what I'm saying. I I, I don't know. Because also though, like the people that you know and you know are awesome, know a bunch of awesome people. Right. Exactly. That's kind yeah. Of what I'm saying. So you want to like? I mean, yeah. Like, I'm being super visual today, but like, which is dumb for a podcast <laughs> and I'm sorry we'll put it on Instagram but it's later. like you know when you build a, like a DNA strand or something right and then you just like keep connecting points to other points or like the brain synapses you just keep like branching those points out and eventually they all connect back to yeah, each other right. musical string theory yeah yeah musical things yeah what about life, you life string theory yeah who, who do you want to collaborate with uh, Steve Martin holy crap uh Oh my gosh! Um, I put out so I just I put out so many recently, and now they're not just like leaping to mind, which is silly because as I asked the question, I mean I that was like, I mean Steve Martin takes the cake. Yeah, I mean, he does Steve it all. Martin's really really high on my list. He does so many things. I mean Jim Henson leaps immediately to mind, but of course he has died. Um, I had an opportunity to meet Kermit the Frog, so Kermit the Frog, who sure. will be alive forever. I mean That's I right. just I just love the Henson brand and again like uh, i'm such a hippie in this way but like i'm i'm like all about like sharing the love and like i mean all of us right like which is amazing but like doing things that surprise and delight people but as a team Oof. and i feel like the yes. henson brand is like he built it about that mm -hmm. so i love i love that and uh I feel like I've just I've shouted out about so many women lately. There's so many women who I know personally that I've been trying to like shout their voices out, mm -hmm. amplify them. I mean, my whole second second city family, like I've been um, shouting out about Alicia Knotts and uh, Caitlin Tanemoto and Brooke Tranter and Amanda Barnes, and I'm just gonna keep putting their names out because sometimes we get to collaborate, but sometimes, you know, we just see each other on Facebook for like a year and it's like, oh man, you guys are so talented. Let's hook something up. Rookie mm. rookie Desai and uh, Carrie Weisberg. Anyway, so, like I love my Second City family because that's very much like sure. also like a team where everybody's like building those blocks so that we all build up together. Mm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know my answer. What's your answer? Weird Al. Weird Al. I I want to I want to sing on stage with Weird Al. Um, right. I I announced um, uh, the episode pre. Well, it will it will have been two episodes previous to this um, that I'm doing a Weird Al tribute podcast, which is called Accordion to Al, and that will be premiering sometime this spring. And uh, I he's he's an absolute genius in every facet of mm -hmm. the manner of the word. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he's he's more popular and going stronger now than ever before. He's mm -hmm. been performing and doing uh, music and comedy for 40 plus years now. So right. it's, it's pretty. Yeah, he really is impressive. A, a, a massive cultural figure. Yeah. Indeed. You know, this is a weird parallel to draw, but like Weird Al has like very much the 
flexible and lasting career of like Miles Davis or Madonna, where he like keeps adapting. Like it's still his thing, but he's sort of like moving like water, like moving through the yeah. The, mm. the he fills in paths. whatever space he's put in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like yeah. your beautiful That's uh, right. pink and purple courage gas. <laughs> 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 fills up whatever space is available. All the next and right. Yeah. <laughs> oh I have I have one more odd question for you. Okay. Uh, hopefully I have a better answer. Yeah. All your answers have been spectacular. I love it all. Do you, so we talked about like your influences, like we talked about Aretha Franklin leaps to mind and Beyonce, of mm-hmm, course. Mm-hmm. Do you ever take what your influences have done, and this is like a big thing in jazz, and uh, made it your own, like done like a master study, but then like turned it to make it for you? I'm not sure I understand the question. So for instance, like if you look at, uh, a lot of painters. Mm-hmm. Um, like I went to a um, Lichtenstein retrospective that was mm-hmm. really solid, and there was a whole room. Lichtenstein does like the little comic book kind of like yeah, I can picture his dots, stuff. right? Yeah, like yeah, very yeah. Um, pop comic yeah. booky. So there was a whole room where he'd done master studies where he did like um, Picasso, like a really famous Picasso piece, but in his style. But it was the same oh, imagery or like Monet, like he did like a. <clears throat> Um, it wasn't the water lilies, but it was, you know, a very famous Monet piece, but he Lichtensteined it. So like, do you have musical artists that like, you've, you know, you've sung Aretha Franklin tunes over sure. and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Have you Michael Bloomed them? Well, I think, yeah. I mean, I think the equivalent in music kind of would be like doing covers. Yeah. Art maybe. Or yeah, yeah. One, so, right? I mean, for like doing a cover for sure, but like. I mean, another good example that leaps to mind is like Baz Luhrmann. Like he has a very distinct style, but he takes. Mm. Are you going for pastiche? Are you are you going for like, because because Weird Al does that a lot. Um, obviously, he's known for his parodies, but yeah. he does a lot of original music that is a pastiche of a particular artist. That's not a direct parody. He doesn't change the lyrics of the artist's songs. He he has a Pixies pastiche yeah. uh, that he does. Anyway, is that what's maybe a pastiche? Else? I've never heard that word. So, so like that song is Pixies esque. It's not. I see. It's not like usually, you know, just like, like make a new thing, but like in the vibe of that. Person. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's an like original that. piece of art that that is an homage to someone Got else's you. piece of art. I think yes. I think generally when I'm working on a record, we I, I like to have reference records. So there's mm-hmm. usually like, honestly, there's usually like two or three records in particular that we're like going back and forth between being like. And, and pulling things from it. Oh, like, I love how they did, like, this one synth in that. Like, let's throw that in there. Or the bass here is kind of that. But I don't know if I've done a thing where it's, like, been as on the nose as what you're asking about. Yeah. I definitely have done covers live with the band. Um, I do a cover of Gnarls Barkley, Crazy. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. And then I also do a cover of Bridge Over Trouble Water, which is... Simon Garfunkel, but Aretha yep. Franklin did a version on it, and my version is largely based on the Aretha version, but kind of with like some reharmed stuff and kind of like a more hip hoppy kind of feel. You want to share a, a smidge? <laughs> like a bridge over troubled water, I will lay me down. Like a bridge over troubled water, I'm gonna lay me down. Gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Sorry about that roundabout explanation. I mean, no, no, oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, that yeah. was necessary. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Mm-hmm. Great question. 
So, Michael, you have your new EP, and again, I won't mention the title of it, that's coming out in April. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very exciting. Where can people find you? People can find me on all social platforms, um, Michael Bloom, B-L-U-M-E, like you and me. Um, on Instagram, I'm at mbloommusic, um, and I'm, I'm mbloommusic on Twitter as well. Spotify is my full name, Michael Bloom, and yeah, I'm everywhere. We are on all the platforms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if I want to add you to my Spotify station or my Pandora station, mm-hmm. you're there. Oh, I'm there. I'm throwing you on my Killer Crooner station. Throw me on that Killer yeah. Crooner. Throw me on. And Libby? I am all over the place at Sneaky Varmint. I love it so and, much. Uh, and play Sneaky Fridays with us every Friday, uh, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern. Indeed. And, uh, of course, as always, you can find me uh, at all the places at Devlin Wilder. It's just my name. And this show um, at all the places, friend or foe pod. That's F-A-U-X. And um, we are now literally on every possible place you can listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, um, Spotify, and now officially iHeartRadio. So please check us out there. Michael, awesome. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys so thank much you. for having me. It's really this was quite a, lot, a, a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. That'll do it for this show. See you on the next one. Guys, this has been Friend or Foe. No, no one, one knows. knows. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.